I am Deborah Abisola, and this is the podcast for the underdogs. My guests and I share our corporate journey as working class professionals, and along the way, we have some fun. Let's get into it, and welcome to Deborah's Corporate Heart Talk. Hi guys and welcome back to a new episode of DCHT. My name is Deborah and I come your way every week talking about everything corporate. So guys, on this episode I'm talking about coping with rejection um, from an application from a job application perspective. So it's going to be a really, really quick and you know snappy one, but I really just wanted to talk about how do we cope with rejection you know especially when we've applied for a job and we really really feel like we should get the job or we feel like the job is something that we want to do and something that we want we want nothing else but this specific job so what i've done is i've decided to put like a little um, point together like two or three points to talk about the journey that we go through once we put an application in and the feeling that we get what the feeling that I get and at the end we'll talk about the coping you know actually coping with a decision that hasn't really favored you okay so the first point I th- I wanted to address is just talk about that feeling when you've applied for a job on a job board or through a recruitment agency or when you just submitted the application. It's always a nice feeling, isn't it? Because you feel a little bit relieved that, oh my God, this application, I've submitted it, I am in the running, I may get this awesome job, awesome, 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 let's go, I can sit down, have a nice cup of tea and wait for my job uh, application to come back as successful, right, that's the feeling that I always get, Um, also, it's it's also a sign that, you know, you've done a great job, especially when the application is really, when it's really, it's really lengthy and it takes a lot of your time, right, and, you know, you know, editing your CV, writing a cover letter, filling in the application. Oh my God. As much as I love charities and I feel like I really want to do a lot of philanthropy work in my life or a lot of charitable work, applying for jobs in a charity is very, very long. And sometimes when I, in the past, when I've done a charity application, I just feel like I needed to give myself a pat on the back because it's usually having so much stuff to fill in, you know. And I know some other um, career or some other jobs I like that as well. Um, I have a friend and she does a, a lot of work in the government and civil servant and they always involve a lot of lengthy application. So you can just imagine once you put such application in, you, of course you're going to feel relieved. In fact, that's a celebration in itself. And like they said, looking for a job is actually a job. So in a way, it feels like you've done a, a big job, right? So you've submitted the application and you're waiting, right? So then I think the second aspect of it is at this point, you know, the second stage is at this point, um, you may start snooping around about the job, you know, looking at the job, seeing if the job is still on, on the job board. Um, even for me, actually, I've gone as far as looking at the area of the job. In fact, I've gone as far as looking at people on LinkedIn. I've gone as far as looking at the 
day-to-day um duties just to start you know thinking about oh my god i'm gonna get this job this is gonna be my job i'll apply for it and another thing that i do i started thinking about the money like the pay oh my god i'm gonna get this amount of money what am i gonna do with it am i gonna buy new shoes am i gonna be able to go on holiday am i gonna be able to go eat night in nice places am i going to be able to save like <laughs> yeah save haha and you know you just start getting really really excited because you're thinking about this role that you really desire and also another thing that you probably started to do at this point is maybe you're looking at application back again and i think that's a really bad thing to do once you've applied for something you start looking at application again and you're thinking and then at that point that's probably when you start seeing errors errors that you just oh my god i can't believe i didn't put the capital letter or i can't believe i didn't put a full stop there or i could have added this I feel like that's another stage that you may go through in this process where you're looking back on your steps and so on. It's literally like when you have a job interview and you start trying to remember some of the questions that they've asked you and you're trying to say, oh my God, I should have said this, I should have said that. Um, and, you know, when you do look at the job inter- the job application back, you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Or maybe if you're more confident, you're looking at a job like, yes, yes, I'm so glad. It's going to be great. But there's always that stage where you're sitting back and you're just waiting. And before I forget, step one where you feel relieved that you've applied for the job, I think it's always a nice feeling as well when you... um have, when you hear no response, right? Because you had no, you haven't heard any response. Because one of the things I cannot stand is when you apply for a job and automatically you get, um, oh, we regret to inform you. Unfortunately, you're not successful. Because what that tells me is that they've automated that process where maybe they've just, you know, asked the computer to filter certain things out. So if you don't cut those filters, then automatically you get that. Um, you receive that email saying unfortunately you haven't been successful and for me i'm just thinking to myself do you know what you can't even be bothered i spent all this time reading reading everything that you want i spent all this time writing writing a, a cover letter i spent all this time editing my cv to tailor it to your job spec and and under like few minutes or few hours you're sending me a response like in fact i'm annoyed with you now i'm not interested in you forget you giving me a job now i'm not interested in you because i just feel like no effort has been taken so it's always a really good place when you don't get an instant response because other than the automated oh thank you you've applied you'll hear back from us very soon and i really like those instant messages because sometimes you can really see that they've taken time to to, the, to to send that message sometimes they've actually put on there oh you get back to us within so so days and some of the other ones that are a bit annoying is actually automatically let you down and say if you don't hear back from us within two weeks or three weeks or in a decade assume you didn't get the job like for me i think that's lazy yes it's automation yes it's warning you yes it's telling you to move on but i kind of want you to let me know like i i, I just don't like this automation aspect of things because some of us on the other end we have taken time to put this application together so don't tell me if you don't if i don't hear back from you in four weeks i should assume that i didn't get the job yeah i know but and also, I actually do like it because I've applied for jobs in the past where 
there's a really good company that does really that did well about this i don't think i should mention them but i've applied to some companies where they actually email you back and say look we're sorry the application process is taking long we will get back to you so 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 day like i really like that because that's big that put that gets a little bit more into personal and i love love i love companies that do that so in that moment you're you know it's always a good sign when you haven't heard anything because like they say um no news is better than you know bad news right so that's just the second stage so at this point you're just snooping you're still hopeful and probably at this point i would advise is just carry on applying for more jobs so that's what i would do i'll just keep applying keep calling people keep seeing what's out there because sometimes at the early stages when i was applying for jobs in the past i would just stop I'm like, oh, i've applied for four great jobs i've taken my time to do the application so it's going to be perfect so i'll just wait no you don't do that you just want to keep doing as much as you can until you hear the final go ahead then yes congratulations you've got the job so the third point now is the which, which, which i call the dreaded bit which is basically the decision so at this point is the decision is oh hi we love your application we'd love to have you for a job interview when are you available that's what we're really looking to hear from you know since the time we've been applying and waiting but sometimes it doesn't happen that way sometimes some of us we get the to inform you unfortunately we regret to tell you let me know of any other ones that you've heard um we regret to tell you you haven't been successful on this occasion yada 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 yeah and this is where you just feel this sudden sadness in your heart or in your stomach because it's like oh okay i didn't get it especially when you've made such a big effort because then you're thinking am i not good enough am i pursuing the wrong stuff what's wrong with me then you know all these crazy thoughts start coming out and that's why i've called this episode coping with rejection and listen this is a disclaimer i'm not a master of coping with coping with rejection i'm just telling you what i normally do so the first thing I normally do when I get this type of message is if there's an instance where the message is very personal, I always would reply back and say, hi, I'd love to know why did I not get the job? What am I missing out on? I, I, I like to do that. But a lot of them, don't, they don't really give you feedback. And I think the good thing about this as well is that um, if you have used an agency or a recruitment company, you're more you have more chances of actually getting a reply or like a feedback because you know the recruitment agency has maybe liaised with the, with the client so they might have said oh we feel that um so-and-so's experience in data management is not as it's not as um advanced as we needed it to be and at least you know the recruitment can come back and tell you this and when they tell you this you can use it for your advantage or you can just ignore it <laughs> yes you can just ignore it because at the end of the day one person's opinion or one person's way of looking at things should not really disturb you in what you're trying to pursue in your life and one of the things that i'm really trying to push especially on my podcast and just what i'm pushing in my personal life as well is that um we need to be very we need to be we need to take more charge we need to take charge especially some of us as we're getting older of course if you just graduated you don't know a lot you don't know what's going on you're, you're, everyone needs to go through that um beginning stage but at some point you need to kind of just start having a bit of hump in your um attitude towards 
looking for a job and getting yourself up there because if somebody says oh you don't have experience in this it doesn't really mean you need to get experience in it because that's just their opinion they just can't be bothered to maybe take somebody on board that they can train that they can invest in like for me we need to start taking some of these um um, negative things that we hear we need to start taking it you know we need to start taking it to the next level because if someone doesn't want to recruit you because they feel you don't have enough experience really yes maybe you don't have enough experience but how are you going to get experience if nobody's giving you experience and for me it reflects that they don't want to take risk they don't they just want to go by the books they don't want new people they don't want to move they don't want to just like be out of touch just for a minute just for you to 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 get yourself together right they just want somebody that's great constantly great but some people that are always great that they can do this they can go do that they might have something they might not have certain things that you have so if they are not open-minded enough to just give you a break you know give you a break and give you a chance then is that the kind of company you really want to associate yourself with in 2019 no no so bye yeah if you don't want me i don't want you to and another drastic thing you can do in that month in that moment when they send some of these rejection letters delete them delete them delete them delete them (laughs) you gotta you gotta delete it i don't need this negative energy on my in my inbox you know delete them if you follow them unfollow them (laughs) actually no i don't unfollow i'm just saying like like i said coping with rejection so at that moment you need to do something it's like going through a breakup you know when you first go through a breakup you delete the person's number you don't want anything to do with them you might add them back later on but at that moment you just need to do something of that instant gratification where you feel good of course don't go online and start blasting them no but maybe just delete that negative message because even having that message on the subject line we regret like just i don't want that on my inbox i'd rather have a message that said congratulations on my inbox because it, it reminds me that i'm doing well i don't want negativity but I, I know they do say that failure you know is supposed to help you do better so of course you're going to get back on that horse you're going to get back on it. you're going to apply for more jobs and you're going to get it and um, another thing is um what i said before about um you know just like if if you get a lot of responses where they're saying that you don't have experience or you're not good at this or you're not good at that, and you're getting one, maybe you're going it's becoming quite recurrent, then maybe that's a red flag that you need to work on that stuff. But if one person says that that's not enough for you to just change your whole life, because and also uh, another thing I wanted to address is um you know a toddler like a newborn baby or not a newborn baby but a child that's starting to learn to walk they're so timid you know any little thing could just make them you know drop on their bum and they just like oh my god mommy daddy how am i walking am i walking compared to a child that knows how to walk the child is getting up and walking from one room to another very confidently so what i'm trying to say is that don't i for me i'm this is what i do now i'm not so quick to blow and go what do you say about me? I need to change. No, like, because maybe you don't want to be skilled in that. Maybe you just want to have a general experience of that. Maybe what you really want to do is this, and you just need to find somebody that's, that's going to recruit you to do that. <sighs> of course, you want to evolve, but maybe I don't want to be good in that aspect. I know about it. I can conversate about it. I can try and understand it a bit more, but it's not my forte. Yeah? <laughs> that's my little African voice there. Uh, uh, it's, not, it's not my forte. Like, cut it out i'm not 
good at it. I'm not good at it. I'm good at other stuff, and I can make your business what I can make your business grow, and I can do well. And um, another point is that um, before my approach was always about I don't know. I don't know this, I don't know that, and I used to literally walk around trying to just feel like I want to know everything, like, oh my god, I don't know about this, I don't know about that, and I realised that, you know what, nobody really wants to be with people that just know, no, 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 you want to be with people that can do things, people that can apply themselves, I feel like I can apply myself, if I work somewhere, even if I don't know, I would take time out, I would go and know, I would go and learn, uh, of course, this, this is, um, this is relative in certain industries. Of course, if you're a doctor, you're not just going to wake up or you're a surgeon. Oh, well, I don't know how to cut someone open. I'm just going to guess it. No, in that case, you need to go and learn and stuff or whatever. Like That's a different matter. But I'm talking about in the corporate, maybe business, um, consultancy type of world. Or just world, just um, jobs that allow you to have that flexibility, like, you know, as long as you can act for me, having a can-do attitude is much is much more than anything. You know, having a can-do attitude and experience is is much more than just knowing how to do everything and every minute, all that type of stuff. So yeah. So yeah. So coping with it is just um, like I said, the first few things to do is just delete, 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 delete. You don't need that negative. That negative, that negative uh, energy. Another thing that I normally would do is I would actually look at my application, maybe look at what I've gone wrong, and I think that's equally as painful as well because you're like, oh my God, maybe I've made a schoolboy error, and you know you beat yourself up on things that you really could have avoided. But if you didn't avoid it, you didn't avoid it. Life goes on. So the other thing is that for me, I would just start applying again and get back on that horse, just keep applying and looking at things. But um. You just know that it's live. They found somebody better. I do do something else. <laughs> um, I didn't do it that often because th- this hasn't happened to me a lot, in, like in, so far. But um, was it? There was a time that I was looking for a job. I, I was just trying to get on a new level of pay rank, and I kept looking for a job that was you know, higher than what I was getting paid before. And I went through like a whole week of applying for jobs and I was not getting it. Like it was so bad. I would, actually, no, I got far as, you know, they saw my CV and they liked me. But then at the interview, I just flopped. I flopped the interviews because some of these interviews, they were very technical as well. So these were this was a technical role and they would actually ask you technical questions on the spot and I think I just probably didn't come out shining on some of these questions and it was so bad that I would like literally I remember I was so good during that process where I was just applying, you know, so good. I kept getting different calls, different calls. And these jobs were really high jobs. These were, you know, imagine going from earning 5K and then applying for a job of, like, 25K. Like, imagine your, your, your salary is 5K and then you just jumped. You just somehow just jumped and just made your CV and highlighted the right experience and just hanged higher to, like, 25K, for instance. So that's a lot of jump. And just the fact that I was getting the calls you know they were seeing my cv they wanted to have conversations with me 
was good, right? And I was so pleased about that. But fortunately, I would go to the interviews and just before I got back home, I've gotten a call from like the recruitment or I've gotten an email, sorry, you're not successful, sorry, you're not successful. For me, I knew it wasn't me, like it was just probably, yes, my experience, I didn't have experience, but I just felt like maybe one or two of the recruiters or um, the hiring managers will just see, will just buy into my can-do attitude and my enthusiasm. But some of those guys, they didn't buy into it, but other people did. But those ones at that time, they didn't buy into it. So, um, you know, it was a really weird week. And I remember one, one of the occasions I came home and my daughter, she was, back then she was much younger than she is now. She's still, she's not like 20, she's three years old, but she was a lot younger. And I remember that day, she was sitting in an eye chair and I walked in and this was like, because that week I'd gone to like four interviews of these big jobs that I wanted. And I remember, I think the last one just broke me because it was so close to my house and it was actually like a project that I thought I could really, really, um, do well in and I just remember walking in and I fell on the floor and I was crying and I can just see my daughter she was probably like I think she was maybe two or she was not two she was just young she was young she was in an eye chest so she's still young and she was just looking at me like oh my god mommy you cry as well <laughs> I could just imagine in her head, maybe she's like, oh my god, my mother's crying because she probably she'd never seen me cry before. And I remember, um, you know, the way I, I coped with that rejection then was I just thought, nope, I'm getting this this job and I applied more. And what I did was I would actually, yeah, so this is my point, I would go, I would look for the company and I would look for the person that has that role so it might not have so if you didn't get the job today maybe give it two months or three months or a month then look at the company's profile <laughs> god this sounds so stalkish but look at the company's profile on linkedin and look for the look for the role that you applied for so type in so let's say you applied for the administrator so type look type administrator for the company and you'll be able to see the the person that owns old the position and you'll be able to actually look on their experience look at their profile and see what they have and maybe actually compare their profile to yours so maybe if they had a certification that you didn't have maybe yeah you do need to get that certification or maybe they did more volunteering like just compare and contrast so why did they pick this person and they didn't pick me um of course look at everything look at gender look at race look look at everything but of course don't focus too much oh they're black or they're white or they're female and male it might actually saying that when i did get feedback from from one of the recruiter i was so like frustrated by the whole thing i remember i said oh hold on who 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 did they give the right to and he, he's like um a, a guy from italy or something i was like great great so this and i literally i didn't even realize i blurted it out i was like great so somehow like this guy has gotten the job that i i wanted like why didn't they pick me and at that moment i was just thinking why why didn't they pick me? Is it true that tech is for? That's never going to be the case. But I'm just saying, like, just compare and contrast, you know, and see. 
and another way of um, coping is just letting it go like there's plenty of jobs there's so many job app um job boards that you can go on there's plenty more fish in the sea and um also maybe treat yourself you know well i know it's hard because maybe if you're looking for a job and you don't have a job you probably don't have money but you know maybe go and buy yourself a glass of wine and just drink and chill and just do do you time and just let it go like you find another one something else will come up you know so yeah that's that's my little story about coping with rejection um you know like i always say guys you know this podcast is just really to talk about those awkward moments that we all go through that we just keep to ourselves um and of course before i forget you also always have the applications that you hear nothing back from so oh my god did this go into a black hole like you just apply and you hear nothing probably you hear something when you're like nine to five years old and you've retired and in like bahamas relaxing on your beach or something i don't know but you don't hear anything back from them but yeah so guys um remember there's plenty plenty job boards to explore you don't have to explore the traditional ones there's different ones to explore and um there's plenty more fish in the sea aka there's plenty more jobs out there for you so make sure you have a look at all the job boards and you know talk to people ask people let people know you're searching and just 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 keep it moving keep it moving guys so that's it for this episode guys and like i always say you know i really don't know what you're going through i don't know where you're at but all i can say is keep going and your big break is around the corner until i until i come back again next week see you later guys bye bye Thank you for listening to Deborah's Corporate Heart Talk. You can visit my website at www.debra.tech. Follow me on all social media platforms at Deborah's Heart Talk. And to get involved in all the conversations, please hashtag Deborah's Heart Talk. And remember, guys, keep going and your big break is around the corner. Until next time, bye bye.